You are about to opt in to Monerotopia, a show for the Monero community where all are welcome to join. From noob to maxi, no matter what bags you hold. Just sit back and relax to the sweet sounds of Monero's latest progress. Or if you're feeling inspired, join us on stage. Remember, the only thing that can stop Monero is a false belief that it can be stopped. And if you want to win the revolution faster, we recommend you remove your XMR from all custodial exchanges immediately. Warning, boating accidents are common around here. Don't forget to properly secure your private keys. Monerotopia starts now. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Cheerio, cheerio, cheerio. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Off. All right, let's see what it's all Thank about. You. Thanks so much. <laughs> From a gas station. It's a really You had me go. I thought you were joking. <laughs> like, this guy knows coffee. Well, that's where we got all the cute sandwiches for the Monero Tokyo. I don't have one of them. They weren't uh, displayed, I think, properly. I, I saw people <laughs> holding them. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to. I was so they busy were, there. They're actually really good. They're actually delicious. Pretty yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, I had a little pastry from them, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had everything. Yeah. They have Oh my God! Yeah, we had that last night. Yeah. And they had one. It seems like they had one for every country in Latin America. You see, they had Venezuelan ones, Colombian ones. They had everything. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. With the little country names. Really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, they had bananas, and I saw arepas thing. How's the sound, guys? Yeah, I just asked them. Someone said the sound is amazing. So that's that's amazing. All right. Okay. Because we're in a pool area and the speakers on. Background noise. Yeah. yeah, we covered one with the pillow, so <laughs> hopefully that's that helped a little bit. Very technical solution. Oh, you put a pillow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, because he had pills. I was like, maybe that will help a little. Yeah. Well, we should uh, introduce Mark. Uh, those out there that you know don't know you yet, I know you're on our show, so probably a lot of them already do. But uh, yeah, everyone. Uh, my name's Mark. Um, I've kind of become known as a cryptocurrency documentarian. So I was in El Salvador for the rollout of uh, Bitcoin as a uh, mandated legal tender. Um, I was in St. Kitts, St. Martin, with the announcement of Rolando Bryson, uh, the head of parliament, making uh, Bitcoin Cash his full salary. And uh, now I'm here documenting uh, Monerotopia. So it's extremely happy to be here see you guys in person for the first time um, we had spoken once the internet was a little weird so we had yeah, delays yeah. <laughs> and you're on a boat yeah i was on a boat <laughs> yeah i was like you're on a boat being on a boat is one of those things that sounds incredible until you're on it <laughs> <laughs> no internet everything's moving how long were you living on the boat no well, i was there for maybe uh i guess a week or two okay maybe <clears throat> felt like forever um yeah so monerotopia you were, you were there uh quick you you were gaining so grabbing some good footage you had a good bank point you were uh, scoping it out well, so what was your overall take so <laughs> this is a little anecdote for you guys and you might have heard it already but um i was at btc miami and i was at monerotopia right? so i had always liked monero but the elements of monero that it's not that i disliked but the things maybe i didn't understand yet or maybe had some misunderstandings of uh, got cleared up there were so many things i learned so i learned about cpus there goes the umbrella but it didn't uh, knock the tripod uh, so we're okay i got it off <laughs> so cpu mining and 
that, you know, why that's important and uh, speaking with wonderful speakers privately, which I, I got footage of, put together a video and all these things that I learned. And then I compare that with the BTC conference. And, it, you know, if you like BTC, I don't have any problem with that. I'm, I'm agnostic as far as what cryptos you like. But the only thing I really learned there was Cash App, the company sponsoring the event, had Bitcoin t-shirts for sale and they didn't accept Bitcoin yeah. <laughs> to buy the Bitcoin t-shirt. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, those are the things that I learned from the different conferences. So, yeah, I am serious. It what is, was it even is, their reason? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I walked around with a GoPro on my chest and went to all the different vendors because last year, from what I hear, none of the vendors really accepted Bitcoin. So this time I wanted to see has that changed. So right. I went to basically every booth there and asked. And it, it turns out that um, any of the small people, yeah. individuals with desks selling little uh, you know pieces of art, things like that, they actually did. Okay. Uh, but a lot of the bigger sponsors didn't. For example, all the mining equipment, right? Mm -hmm. Most of them did not accept Bitcoin. So I, uh, this isn't a Bitcoin discussion, of course, but it, it what I got the impression from Monero Topia is everyone is using it. There's an economy here and it works. Everything I bought there, I got t-shirts from Crypto Bear. Um, there's that guy selling the spores, all that great stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. they are they are actually 100% accepting Monero. Uh, anyway, I was, I was even, you know, Cake Wallet was there. And anyway, it was it was a wonderful event. And I have a lot of takeaways from it that we could talk about through the show. Yeah, but uh, I don't want to overload you just with the first. No, no, no. <laughs> we we hear, hear, yeah. yeah, this is you're our the first. I know. Man. You're the uh, <laughs> were there as a you know observer we were just in, we were in, in we were it. just in it so <laughs> we're, we're actually talking to you because we want this back yeah. actually talking about being in it yeah this is your first conference that you've had yeah. personally yes. that you've hosted yes. i was thinking about this when i was walking over because a friend of mine um is putting together uh, a conference for women architects and i'm watching the amount of work and planning that goes into it and all the things that you never think about right well these little badges right where are you going to source them and the stickers to go on them and the glasses yes. and how do you monitor all of these things in the media, uh, I was very impressed. Not that that matters, but um, I, I'm sure everyone else was too. Uh, and, and I think that it really did a fantastic job getting people out of you know, the Twitter spaces and able to meet and have real conversations. One more thing, as I've been at the BTC conference too, walking around, I mentioned that the Monero conference is going on and you would be shocked how people are like, oh my God, that's amazing. And they didn't know about it this year, but next year, yeah. as it yeah, continues, yeah, you start building up more of a base. Uh, and I think you're going to pull a lot of people over here, which um, maybe some of the uh, the other orange peel pill people might not be so happy about. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised that, too. yeah, I ran into, the day before the event, I ran into like two people right outside our hotel who we got talking, they were like super into Monero, and they didn't know Monero Topia was happening. Yeah. They're like, where? I'm like, right. You're like, right there, yeah, 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 behind yeah. you. Yeah. How do you not, like, so I, I don't know what we're doing wrong in that respect. I mean, I think out. it's Apparently just, the, like, you know, we're a small team, yeah. so it's yeah. hard to juggle everything. I don't yeah. think you're doing anything wrong. I think you're doing everything right. It's, it's just, you know, there, there's going to be a little bit of lag, but as these things continue, but point is everything was planned wonderfully. I don't think there were any, at least from my point of view, there's no hiccups. Everything was smooth. The speakers were fantastic. Coffee. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you got to talk about the coffee because that's important to me. Okay. Yeah, the coffee. The well, we, we were successful in bringing back our green beans, Guatemala. <laughs> the weekend before. <laughs> we talk actually, about yeah, taking <laughs> a risk. Sunita was like, I was breaking that point. He's I was like, like this one last like, thing we to do. We I was like, it's down. okay. We have it. He's like, but I want fresh feet. I was like, oh my God. He's like, let's go to Guatemala tomorrow. And we did. But it what? worked out. We, got the, we have the roaster there on spot. Um, and we were roast fresh meat. It's got great footage of it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I, was, I was just, uh, I was happy that we did have a really good crowd. Yes. That, you know, and a consistent was a nice, crowd. It yeah, wasn't. Consistent crowd. Mm -hmm. uh, I was happy that people 
school were actually doing both things we intended. So we're going in, obviously watch talks, mm -hmm. but then they were chilling in the chill out spaces outside. Just like I saw little groups of people all day, just like creating a little powwow, have deep, deep conversations. Yes. The chairs uh, outside near the cocky. For me, it was amazing because I was, I was running around like I would get, you know, get the next speaker up and then I'd run outside, have a conversation, kind of run back time for the next Q and A session. Um, I personally loved it. It was exhausting. Oh, I bet. Oh my but, God. Uh, That's why like I'm a... really surprised you're doing this because <laughs> if I was doing something like that, I would take the next couple months off. <laughs> you're here at your hotel. When do you check out, by the way? Is today your last tomorrow, day? No, tomorrow. 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 Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you, we'll you've got relaxing. no time at all. No, you're, we don't. And then we have to figure out where we're and storing then we have all our, our stuff. Our Indian wedding next week. Oh my goodness. We just got married two weeks ago. In Puerto Rico. Really? Puerto Rico. Congratulations. Thank That's you. fantastic. Thank wow. You. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. you know, I saw your hat and it said Brian on the back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that like a Monero term that I don't know yet? My sister got us. His sister got us. Well, now your sister. My sister, yes, yes. My other sister. So, yeah, then next week. That the added Indian wedding. The, so I gotta added. finish planning that. So. And those are usually a couple days, right? Yeah, but this is gonna be like just one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we can't do many days. The Puerto Rico yeah. wedding was uh, It was pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was really nice overlooking the water. We had like a 30 gas there. That's yeah. one of the thoughts. So with Monerotopia, I mean we're thinking of how to obviously scale it up. Right. Uh we're thinking about whether or not we wanna keep I mean, there's obviously benefits to keeping it in Miami at the same time. Right. Uh, and you know, running During it alongside Bitcoin, because yeah. right. like you said it'll build up momentum. We're also thinking it's like different locations. Different too. locations, like look, just yeah, try like maybe to Puerto Rico, mm. uh, Mexico, uh, you know, places that also that might be easier for people around the world to get to. Right, like Monero, America's difficult. Yes, exactly. and Monero community has a large population that you know doesn't necessarily like even coming to the U.S. Yep. Um, so I can't imagine why. <laughs> we're thinking of trying to accommodate accommodate that as well. That makes sense. Um, and I really want to grow the the vendor portion of make that you know kind of uh, obviously we, we plant the seed with it as yep. successful for like next Monero Copia you know, even bigger like and better yeah like maybe like a marketplace yeah I can see that more of a market would be amazing um, yeah we got some we got some uh, we got ideas. ideas yeah there are lots and of actually, ideas actually we'd like to continue to bounce off you because uh, you're definitely a creative guy uh, and you seem to have a knack for uh, tapping into what needs to be done for you know achieve adoption uh, I know you've been doing that with Bitcoin Cash, well, right? Yeah. Uh, you seem to have a good knack for that, understanding that uh, about you know how do we get started acting crypto. By the way, this is just an aside. During the conference, I walked by and you were onboarding the uh, food truck that yes, came in did, yeah. to, to accept uh, Monero, and I was filming. I was like, oh, this is great! What a great time to walk by and get footage of this. You um, caught that, right? Yeah. I caught that. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. yeah. Hopefully, yeah, you know that. Oh, absolutely. That's, 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 that was a pretty candid. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, candy. He does that everywhere. He did it yesterday on the beach. Can you show that? <laughs> video actually now that was a that was a classic uh, and send that video to me and i'll edit it in that's oh yeah yeah, that, yeah, yeah. the adoption part phone, of it is so critical so yeah we but, um you even have that beat up. oh yeah yeah we yeah. did that yeah we were on the beach yeah, and this guy was that, selling um tweet up this last alcohol or whatever like beers and pina coladas and he's like oh well you accept minor he's like okay so then you sell pina coladas in like little plastic bags wow it happened to be like one like of the best Canada. pina coladas i've ever had like it was really good in a bag i know that sounds weird but they were like in a plastic bag but they were delicious you know what? Most places in the world actually sell juices and drinks and bags, exactly. and we're kind of the weird ones. Yeah, with yeah. With our cups and plastic lids. <laughs> like but, it's a normal thing. Yeah. <laughs> but on the spot, we uh, we got a download cake wallet. Yeah. And bought a lot of the whole group that was hanging out with us. So. And uh, walked by, gave him his Monero sunglasses, and he walked away. Oh, nice. <laughs> very much yeah. into Monero. That's awesome. And I, I gave, gave him a very solid, solid tip, too. So uh, I that gave helps. him like a hundred bucks. 
there. Wow. Like, you know, so his eyes lit up. But then he was like, obviously, he's like, well, you know, what do, what do I do? With right. You know, that's that's always. Oh, and then I, I did it last night at the restaurant. Tipped the waiter. Yeah. We very, yeah. Like, yeah. We went yeah, and yeah. celebrated. We went and had a kind of our, our, our honeymoon celebration. <laughs> we went to this super posh Miami. What was it that was place called? It was South Beach. Villa something. It was right next to where the. It was the most the... money we've ever spent oh at a restaurant. Oh, my God. Not really our style. Go, like, but we're like, yeah. we're like, like let's, here. let's live it up. <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you have? Uh, we had a sea bladder oh, that's like, you know, lobster. Yeah. At a place where they overcharge or anything. So imagine what that like. Oh, I like can't. that alone. Um, and then we got like, steak, uh, got cocktails. But the place itself, like, complete seat. You know, it was like ordered bottle service and they come out. With, yeah, like, with like flares. Yeah. <laughs> but it was actually really fun. It was a really <laughs> good time. But at the end, service was included. Uh, and it was extremely expensive. Yeah. Bill. It was a $600 minimum. Yeah, sit to sit where we were tables. sitting. Wow. <laughs> and we're like, you know so what? You can imagine. Let's we're like, mine as let's well. Just it. one day. We'll just order, yeah, yeah. We're like, we're just in Monero. Let's, let's go celebrate. Yeah. Um, but then at the end, the guy, the waiter is like, well, you know, you can still, you know, still send me a check. And I was like, I was like, all right, I'm like, you're, you're going to accept crypto. And I convinced him all to get on the spot, download Cake Wallet. Yeah. So like, but his same question as this guy. He's like, well, what do I, now what do I do with it? Right. Like, I want to, I need, you know, I need the money. I need right. the tip. So, like, with the guy on the on the beach. Yeah, yeah, it's on. Yeah, I show him. Yeah. I mean, I, I love this guy. Oh, we also got his phone number, too. Yeah, that's him. For ne- awesome. if we do Monero Topia next year. Yeah, he was like, yeah, totally. We'll come to the event and we'll, he'll, vend, uh, he'll vend uh, Nicolada drinks. Yeah, and um, accept Monero. That's amazing. Okay, so, we told him, we're like, you know, I was like, do you? Go on Amazon, you because yeah, it's true. Like, we he's told like, him to keep like, it, but if you want to cash like, yeah. out yeah, yeah. all the time, I was like, coin cards, you know, mm-hmm. and we showed him that, yeah. So then, then he was like, Oh, yeah, no, now I'm like, yeah. in his mind, he wasn't taking any risk steps, so right? He got my hundred dollar Monero, because mm-hmm. like, I, you know, he's seeing, and then if he explained, he might want to hold it, right? Probably today, he woke up to like price pump, right? So yeah. now he's looking at it, Did he's it? like, I didn't see, yeah, he got kind of got the Monero Topia price pump, it pumped a lot, actually, for whatever reason. But, um, being that I do a lot of Bitcoin cash stuff, it's a good thing I don't check price very often. Yeah. <laughs> same, same in Monero. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're, what, we're I've noticed with, what, I've, what I've noticed with Monero is um, when I got into it, the first time the price was... Now, I just want to say this. I don't care about the price at all. What I care about is the fundamental prop. Um, and for me, Monero is outstanding, right? In all what I consider something to be sound money. But um, just as an aside, when I got into Monero, price, I think, was 144 uh, and it went up to 400 or something. And that, But it, it's interesting because the price is very, I mean, relatively speaking, stable. Yeah, yeah. No, when you, and I think that's because the coin itself is just so sound and it's so stable too. Uh, and it has, I think, great branding. I think one of the most it's ingenious is that little sticker that says, don't buy Monero. <laughs> what a strong branding. I mean, I want that. Can I get that as a t-shirt? I will wear that as a t-shirt. That is incredible. It's yeah, so yeah, strong. Yeah. You get the core um, benefit of what Monero is all about from it. Uh, and I think that th- there's just so many elements. And after seeing the speakers at Monerotopia and the developers, you have a really strong base. Uh, and I, you know, whether that's reflected in the price kind of being stable compared to other coins with skyrocket and drop and there's all this volatility it feels like Monero price-wise is, is kind of I don't know if predictable is the right word but um, it's slightly untethered from the rest of the market that's not, another not, thing I've not noticed. completely yeah. but it's, yeah, yeah, yeah you know obviously if you know Bitcoin uh crashes everything goes down yeah. with it but you'll even see on some of those days even today this, today is one of those days uh, Vic I think uh I think I put it in the news deck Vic tweeted it out so you see the Monero everything else is kind of like stagnant yeah and like that's Monero's up. Yeah. So it seems to when it does go, it goes on its own, uh, separate from the market, which, which is interesting. I've noticed that. Yeah. yeah. Um, for whatever reason, I mean, one of the reasons could be because it, it actually has you know real world use. Like right. Talking, so it's not just being speculation. Mm-hmm. People are acquiring it to 
use it to spend it as digital cash purposes. So, so it's no not Shiba just... XMR is coming. <laughs> excited about? I'm sure it is, but uh, but yeah. So I mean, it is it is interesting to see that aspect of of an arrow that it's that it's untethered. But price, I think price. Is, we spoke about this at the event too. We had uh, Chad Dakery give a talk on, on price. Uh, we had Nam talk about Moneros about. Sh- I don't know if you see. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I only saw parts. I got to go back and watch, but it was like a. It looked like an amazing presentation, really. It was nice. She was very good at making it understandable Mm -hmm. for people that are new. And for me, I think that's the the most important thing. Now, once you get people in, they're they're in. Yeah. But how do you get people like the local, uh, you know, cafe or the local pina colada seller? Right. How do you get them in? Right. So there has to be analogies and, you know, that that she was talking about the soup. Right. Right. So she had an analogy about inflation being like adding water to your bowl of soup. And uh, if you have a nutritious soup with big chunks of meat and vegetables in there, even if the water rises you still have you know your nutrition in there um anyway it was it was a great talk all of it was fantastic if you didn't come you missed out uh and i have some thoughts about that too the importance of actually showing up and the connections that you get and how that makes everything stronger you see the face-to-face you see the energy and it makes you want to from a marketing standpoint promote it be involved in it from a developing standpoint continue to develop it so you get galvanized yeah there's a different energy that comes from being there uh, as opposed to being online every day in the reddit community which which is great you know but um, actually seeing people people face-to-face, learning uh, who the person is behind the name, if yeah. they want to expose themselves. You know, we have a lot of people like whisper in our ear, you're like, you know, I'm so-and-so for Reddit. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. But then, yeah. then there's it like a, nice a connect, yeah. like a, even if you just meet once in person, because like you see them all the time in the lens, it's like you know them in a way. Yeah. But then once you get that physical, real-world face-to-face meet, it like galvanizes the connection. You're like, oh, you're yeah. a person too. I'm a person too. You're from wherever, Texas. I'm from New York. You're in Monero. I'm in Monero let's work together let's work you know and then whatever miscommunications were had on the internet seemed to like fade away it right? does yeah you know because then there's that personal connection it is and when you're online you can never you always assume the worst in a in an interaction with someone mm-hmm. right even if it's cordial you still assume the worst i found but when you meet in person you always assume the best so it can be the same conversation the same content right but the assumption is completely different and it's because you can read their body language you can see or at least think you see the sincerity uh when you speak with someone. So you know, a lot of these Twitter arguments and stuff, especially between different coins, different camps, uh, I found have kind of, uh, I won't say melted away necessarily, but there's a, a lot more tolerance and a lot more possibility for learning and coming to new conclusions uh, and, and changing your mind on certain things. By the way, one thing I learned here, um, I always knew that fungibility was important. Uh, and with Bitcoin, I always knew that it doesn't have great fungibility. I had no idea that you could have a Bitcoin that had a bad history and therefore certain exchanges and companies won't accept it. I had no idea. Oh, really? Well, yeah, yeah, I had no idea. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I knew that could maybe be a possibility with Chainlytics and all these things, but, it's happened. but I didn't know it was happening. Yeah. And my yeah. God, what a strong use case Monero has when these things are right here in our doorstep. And that to me was so shocking. And these are things that, you know, everyone's busy, everyone's doing things and everyone's running around, especially if you're in different camps as far as crypto goes. But when you come to these things, you don't know what you're missing as far as your knowledge goes. There's holes that we all have. But when you show up to these events, you learn things that you didn't know you didn't know. And that can really change your trajectory and really change how you think about spaces. Um, so luckily, I got exposed to that, which means my audience gets exposed to that. Not that they're a big audience, but you know, I like to think that I make content that's um, easily understood by people who are coming in like I was coming in, very mm-hmm. cold to crypto. Um, actually, I have a 
funny story for you that is, you know, as far as privacy goes. And if I'm talking too much, just no, no, no please, not, this man. is great. We, we, we I love it. We want something. Yeah, we're done talking. Coffee's getting to me. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. He's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have a friend, and maybe you want to even bring him on the show. Big Monero supporter. His name is David. He's a little bit controversial. He's a YouTuber, and uh, the guy has about 500,000 subscribers on YouTube. Oh. Uh, and wow. he's not a dating coach, but he does travel vlogs, and usually there's girls in his video, and he sells travel guides, things like that. So he sells digital products. Right? Um, and his lifestyle, he built up over many years, building his channel from nothing. He used to work. Uh, What's his channel called? Just his name, David Bond. Oh, okay. Yeah. You might have might have heard of him. Yeah. He's really big into privacy. Yeah. Like, yeah, we gotta get him hugely. Yeah. Like, yeah. more than anyone that I know. In fact, he does videos about how to live completely private with everything you do. And I'm almost positive he speaks about Monero in it. In any event, uh, he's also the person that got me into crypto, by the way. But a little story about how he got into it. This was recent, more or less a couple of years ago. For a sec. I know. <laughs> if that's okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Stay. Oh, yeah. Shade is right here, too. So in any event, <clears throat> he was selling these digital products. He was making about $10,000 a month selling them, traveling, doing all the stuff he does. High burn rate when you're traveling. That, you know. Well, long story short, payment processors, Stripe and PayPal, block him overnight. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. No reason given, just gone. So his income goes from 10000 to zero overnight. So what do you do? Right? That's He's using that money to travel. Yeah. Um, so what happens is he starts looking for a new payment processor. And one of the payment processors he finds is a called a high-risk processor. They work with pornography sites. He doesn't make porn, but they'll take him because he's high risk. Uh, and they start asking him questions about, you know, who are you? What do you do? All this stuff. <laughs> well, listen to this. They want to verify his office. The problem is yes. he doesn't have an office, yeah, he have right? He's traveling. His mail goes to his mom's house. So they're like, and I'm, I'm completely serious. They say, well, uh, we'll go to your mom's house and check. It's like, no, you're not going to my mother's house <laughs> to check and knock on the door and say, does David live here? That's not happening. So he's frustrated. He's, you know, he's a friend of mine. So I, I'm seeing the suffering he's going through. Uh, long story short, someone makes a joke to him, says, well, David, that's why you should have been taking Bitcoin from the beginning. Of course, now we know with fungibility, these issues that he's having are still going to follow him. Still going <laughs> to follow him, right? right? Um, but this is before he even knew what Bitcoin was. And he said, well, you know, how do I know I'm not going to get banned on Bitcoin? And of course, you know, it, at least in theory, uh, that's not supposed to happen. So um, he, he ended up getting into Bitcoin and, and, you know, then he discovered other cryptocurrencies. But uh, that need for privacy was, was, you know, you'd never think you'd be banned from anything. Right. Until you send some Canadians, you know, ten dollars, right. right? And it's like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, the thing it takes some abstract thing to, to realize how important privacy is. You know, the word, uh, it, it just things like fundamentals that overstressing about, you know, the tyrannical governments. Like it's, you know, all right, whatever, not not really a problem, right? Yeah. Uh, but what's ha it's starting to actually get home mm -hmm. for a lot of, people. yeah. And it's not until people actually have those experiences that they then, you know, open their mind right. to the fact they, that they need. And unfortunately, I think people are going to be having a lot more of those experiences uh, as, you know, governments become more uh, tyrannical and surveil uh, their citizens more. There's going to be a lot of wake-up calls along the way. We saw, yeah, we saw the Indian truckers. We saw people waking up to it with um, the war in Ukraine, mm -hmm. right? The ability to send funds to Ukrainian government. Well, as they're doing it, thinking about these ideas of, well, wait, if, uh, you know, if there's, Rus you know, Russian citizens in Russia that are opposed to what Putin's doing, and they're using Bitcoin to go fund the Ukrainian government. That might be a bad idea, right? Now you're, right. you're on this permanent list right. of sent funds to, to to help the Ukrainians. It's right? Like the uh, police officers like, that donated. Right. I don't know to... if you want to be on Putin's no. you know, permanent permanent <laughs> shit list, right? Yeah. Uh, so as these events happen, people's eyes open. Um, and like I said, I see unfortunately because you know they're not good events. Uh, it's events where people realize their liberties are stricken. That's
that's when they're going to open their eyes and move towards something that that solves that problem. And when you start to think about what where what can you move into or towards, yeah. you end up at Monero. I mean, it's like you know you could start with Bitcoin, be like, all right, maybe that's the solution. Yeah. But then when you you go to send that, that's the other thing too. A yeah. lot of people don't actually use crypto, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Especially Bitcoin or BTC Maxis, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. So they have all these ideas and these beliefs, but they have yet to really take it off of exchanges. Mm-hmm. Uh, or even if they did, it's you know it's on their treasure or whatever. Mm-hmm. They've yet to send it around. You know they didn't go to Monero Topia and maybe buy a, a magic mushroom growing kit or whatever it is. You know, or maybe something uh, you know even more controversial, right, mm-hmm. in the eyes of society. Uh, and when they go to do that, they're probably going to think twice about set at that moment when they now go to send Bitcoin. Yeah, maybe that's when they wake up and be like, wait, do I want to have this transaction for following us? Uh, it's like not until you actually start a transaction right. to realize. You know, that there's this permanent record. And if a connection can be made, it's going to follow you. With all the shortcomings of Bitcoin, one of the things that it does really well is that it has good stories. It has the story that it's fungible. Right. It has the story that it's usable as peer-to-peer electronic cash, right? That you can easily and low-fee send it to people. It has all these great stories. Now, what's good about that, objectively, or I shouldn't say objectively, but <laughs> subjectively, according to me, um, what's good about that is these stories do, in fact, get people into the space, right? People who don't know about crypto they hear oh this is good for being digital money you know it's private has all these great properties and people who would normally not get into the space do get in now once they're in my opinion cream rises to the top so they start to see oh wait a minute ah okay well that's weird i thought that it could do this i thought that it was fungible i thought it was private it's not but on the bright side again at least bitcoin did bring them in for them to learn about this you know the the wider set of options that are out there so for all the negative things we can say about bitcoin the stories do bring people in yeah, yeah. Uh, without Bitcoin, uh, none of the other codes obviously uh, was first doing it. Like you said, it's amazing on ramp. Right. Yeah. Like, um, and that's for people really, that didn't know. If you say like, oh, Monero, they're like, what is that? Like, you know, Bitcoin. Yes. And then right. Monero. What's also great with the with the, <laughs> the the Bitcoin meme of only twenty one million, which it's just a symbol. It's a very slang slang. Also makes it very uh, alluring, alluring, trying to on right. And you express that idea. Well, there'll only ever be twenty one million. So here's some Bitcoin. Now you own a percentage of this fixed amount and so, their eyes kind of light up yeah. like oh because they see the scarcity mm-hmm. right so that's that's a, a very telling thing drives into that's the whole digital thing mm-hmm. but as we always talk about that also works against using it as mm-hmm. a currency mm-hmm. so it's like it's kind of the best thing for bitcoin but it's also its own worst enemy that number go up thing has kind of brought the technology itself to a standstill yes it's bringing people in because they're out of greed they want number to go up and they're like oh i just want to collect some bitcoin but then they don't don't want to use it and then they're they're willing to also ignore all the shortcomings the fact that it's not private they're willing to like 10 that doesn't exist yeah because like oh well, whatever whatever you know there's only 21 million the price is there's a lot there's a lot of you know that going on um but it's great that it that pulls people in mm-hmm. but i think it also obscures people's uh you know understanding of bigger picture of, mm-hmm. of what these cryptos need to be to actually be useful yeah i can i can see that well i'll say this my views on privacy have really shifted in the past few years, actually on a lot of things. And, uh, you know, I was always under the impression that, look, we really don't worry about this kind of stuff. You know? Like, yeah, maybe if you're in some kind of regime, but by and large, privacy, you know, I'm not doing anything wrong. Right? That's sort of, right. who cares? Um, these things started getting changed for me, especially with what happened in Hong Kong. So China took Hong Kong. Uh, look at how many, it was like a few million people went out in the streets to protest and you know, solidarity, doing everything. They lose all their rights. They have nothing, right? People are getting... <laughs> 
taken over to China and prosecuted for selling books, disappearing. All of these things that are happening in Hong Kong. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, wow, huh? Because I always believed, especially when it comes to, I don't know what your feelings on guns are, but I had been anti-gun my entire life. And people had always said to me, well, what if the government becomes tyrannical? And my thought process was, was well, come on. If the government wants to get you, they're going to send drones in and get you, right? Right. But then I saw in Hong Kong, I'm like, if all those people had guns, would that have happened the way it did? Looking yeah. at the subways, I remember the, uh, the, the Chinese government had uh, people come in in white shirts and just beat people half to death on the subway. Do you remember that? If those people were armed, would that have occurred? And then I started thinking, well, all these rights that we're kind of just giving away because I'm not doing anything wrong. <laughs> when you need those rights, uh, it's too late, yeah. right? Yeah. <clears throat> so that's scary. And I think that for as bad as you said, tragedies of, of train and uh, Canadian truckers, financially censoring people for sending them money, there is an upside, which is if you want to erode rights, the best way to do it is gradually and slowly where there's no big event, right? But once you do something like financially censor people sending money to people in Canada, even regular people start saying, wait a minute, that's not good. So these big events that are tragic, that bring a lot of attention, I think the positive of it is when you encroach too far on someone's rights, then you start waking up. Right. And I think that recently what we've seen is governmental governmental bodies uh, being a little bit too ambitious yeah. and a little too aggressive <laughs> with overstepping that line too much. Yeah, which is really interesting because like why? Like why is it accelerate? I mean, obviously COVID was a catalyst um, uh, where governments then use that to approach others, whether they did that purposely for that reason or it was just a result of COVID. I'm, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. You know, uh, I, I usually just think, you know, things happen because, you know, there's certain incentives and mm -hmm. it makes sense for it to happen. So COVID, whether or not, you know, that was something that naturally occurred or was started by, you know, I don't know, the Chinese government. That's besides the fact. Don't get banned from YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Are they banning for that anymore? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Are they letting people say what they want now? But even if, even if you ignore what the source was, yeah. what, what we do know is when incidents like this happen, governments react. Mm -hmm. And when they react, they always react in a way where they take more control mm -hmm. over they use it. Not even necessarily, uh, well, I think I think essentially they do. They they, 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 they see it as an opportunity to uh, wield more control over society. Mm -hmm. Any any big major event like that, uh, where government has to come in and react and where society's now okay with them taking action, right? Right. It's like, oh, uh, there's, there's this emergency. Yes. Everybody, this is an emergency, guys. I know normally we're concerned about, you know, uh, freedom to associate and freedom to act freely in your, your economy, uh, but this is an emergency now, so we got to shut everything down. And, you know, unless you don't care about people, you don't care about your fellow citizens, uh, you should be, you know, you should be okay taking this measure. And that's what we saw with COVID, and uh -huh. that, that's dangerous. Um, and that's where I think we really saw the acceleration, and then governments just continue to, to to feed off these these events mm -hmm. and seize more power, but it seems to be happening kind of at an exponential rate. It feels like yeah. I don't know, maybe just because we're, we're living it. Um, and I think it's that bind with technology that governments now have, mm -hmm. which in fact everybody is digitally connected. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's easier for them to then really encroach on these kind of instantaneously yeah. and globally and control everybody with you know uh, essentially a, a few a few political. Here's a thesis for you. I think that
that the more something becomes abstracted, the less we're willing to end it. So for example, most people would be pretty furious if a police officer stopped at their house and just opened their mailbox and started opening letters and reading it. Like from, you know, you look out your window, that would make you furious. Right. You wouldn't stand for that, right? right? You would you would go to your city council, you would do all these things. Right. But with email, eh, right. text message, eh. like the more abstracted, the less physical it gets. Exactly. Now, one of the problems is everything is becoming less physical. Conversations, emails, uh, money, right? So as these, as these things become abstracted, it's not like someone's coming to my house, opening my wallet and like writing down the serial number. So no problem, right? But they're doing that with Bitcoin, eh, it's abstract. So I feel like uh, that's maybe part of why it's oh, feeling fact. like it's uh, accelerating. Feedback, yeah. feedback. Just the ability to surveil mm -hmm. is getting exponential. Right, and, but, but specifically they're watching us, I guess you could say, and that, that sounds a little conspiracy theory, but no, but seriously, the more that uh, they're watching us in ways that aren't physical, right? It's not like someone's standing outside with binoculars, but that will tell you less information than the kind of tracking that they're actually doing. Yeah. But because it's abstracted, it's it's separated by a layer. Right. It suddenly is uh, kind of far away, even right. though it's far more invasive. Right. So uh, as the technology gets better and more um, prolific and comes into different aspects of our life, <clears throat> it's going it's going to feel like it's accelerating, but it's just because it's becoming abstract here, less about it. Maybe, I don't know. No, but you're spot on, spot on. But, uh, um, I, I always love Let's that's... do the Christ for a second. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, I always like that expression, um, you know, not caring about privacy, have, have nothing to hide, not caring about what to say, right? Um, I haven't heard that before. I like yeah, it. That, that kind of, that kind <clears> of <throat> sums it up, right? So, New Instagram uh, post. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think I think that summed it up. So, yeah. and unfortunately, it's not, you know, not until it's in your, like we're saying, until it's in yeah. your face, but in this day and age, really not, you don't realize it's happening, mm -hmm. but it is. Yep. Uh, you know, if there was an NSA <laughs> agent standing here in the physical looking over our shoulder, yeah. That would be street right um but you know the fact that it's happening online and all our data but in these silos mm -hmm. through companies that use yep. and then somehow make way government servers mm -hmm. abstract don't realize it's going on and don't realize that you know what the effects of mass surveillance right. actually are so it feels like with that said what will get people to react it's when these abstract things come physical right when you try to give money to a trucker and then your bank account shut off that you can feel that exactly. so in a way these things are kind of good because maybe this these will be the initial seed and pushes for people. I mean, we already saw with Ukraine the wave of new people into cryptocurrency because they're seeing a, a use case for it besides this, yeah. um, you know, thing young kids or what, you know, however some, some people might perceive it, especially people in my parents' generation. But um, I don't know. Yeah. Price time, huh? Yeah, let's do just Price time. <laughs> Price time. I want to talk about, you watched Philip Zimmerman uh, talk at the conference? That was the guy that, uh, that called in. That called well, in. two called yeah. in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did actually. Talk about that. All right. Yeah. Go to the price tag. The Monerotopia Price Report segment is sponsored by Local Monero. Avoid using KYC exchanges. Buy and sell Monero directly for fiat peer-to-peer. Hello. All right. Thank you for being patient. I know. We're just still super. That's good. That's good. So uh, it's nice to see you all again. And apparently I saw almost all of the speakers from yeah morning 8 a.m to night 10 p.m i'm pretty sure it was very really busy for you guys oh yeah uh, yeah and, and and i think the the most that stood out for me was nam sardar and chad thakare i think yeah, they, they were really eloquent and uh of, of course also the other speakers including phil zimmerman see that that's interesting you say that because i mean they're the ones that talk, spoke about monero mostly in terms of you know price and adopt which you know i, I think it's a good point that's about that's why you know i do think price talk is 
important because at the end of the day, it's an indication of, of adoption and it gets people excited well about, about growth protocol and it's indicative of growth. As price goes up, you, you could assume that the network itself grows well. Yeah, I mean, price is kind of like a drug without a drug. <laughs> and that's why we have you on every week. What is the I think we have a good one today, right? Sorry, uh, I, I, I missed that. I'm saying, what is the price report? Let's get it. I think we have a good one. Yeah, yeah. let's get it. In this. Today, right? I, I just added this on the top, the price report guy, because when I was uh, in the chat in the virtual conference, somebody was saying that, hey, here's this price report guy. And I just. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, what's in um, today? So this is what is the market situation. I always start with the image uh, these days. So most of the guys are loaded in the crypto market. Uh, they're waiting for a bull market, but their bank accounts are pretty much empty. And I'm also started to see even in my network and even around that people have started taking loans, which is a bit um, worrisome to me, but that is how usually the bull market gets started. So that is pretty uh, that's like uh, the human nature repeating. So yes, today I'm going to start with the fear and greed and the technical analysis and also what's going on with Muniro. So let me jump right into that. So we see that the, the meter is back into fear, uh, which in my opinion is pretty good because I don't want to go to something like 90 and then crash back down. So slower, the better. Um, second. Um, yes, so this is the Google Trends. I'm also see very slightly the Google Trends uh, meter is going up. This is still for the last three years, but if you see the last five years, it's slowly trending up. It's not as fast, but I think slow is better. Uh, this is the, um, I just drew this on uh, CSV, uh, the number of transactions per day in the year 2022. And I also see the average number of transactions, um, sorry, the volume. Uh, this is this is the volume, not transactions, my fault. This is the volume per, uh, every day. And the the volume is actually going up right now. It's averaging a little more than 200 million of volume uh, overall on all exchanges. So which is pretty solid before it used to be 100 million. So now it is going up. So this is volume. Um, let's see the charts now. So I'm going to show the XMR. I'm going to start with that. The XMR USD chart. This is the weekly chart. And I've been telling that we must see full green candles. So we have the on a candle, we have open high, low close. So this is um, the low and this is the high and this is the open of the candle and this is the close of the candle. So this one is where the open as well as the low coincides. And can you hear me guys? Yep, we got you. Oh, oh good, good. So uh, this is when the open and the low of the candle is coinciding. That is like, I would say the full candle. And we have been consistently getting this candle, which is a very good sign. So this is on the weekly. Uh, on the daily, it's not interesting because the RSI is little overbought. So we pumped up to today with to 240 odd. Um, and also I want to point out that I've also been telling about this uh, support and resistance of 180, which has now become a good support. But there is this resistance of 220. It's been fighting around this resistance. And now as soon as we got good volumes above this particular price point, we shot up. That's exactly what was happening. I was kind of expecting this. I will just show that as well in one of my posts. And uh, this is the monthly chart. And there is something really interesting to see in this whenever we so this is like covers the entire month so whenever we see the complete candle where the open and low coincides which is the full candle with a nice price spike we get a consecutive second
second candle as well and that's historically happened only a few times so this is like once in 2017 this was in 2019 this is in early 20 mid 20s and now we are seeing that again so i would like to wait for some more time for this month to complete to see an um, emergence of another green candle and that will be awesome because if then the momentum is really on the get go basically so this is on the moniro chart let's move on to the xmr btc and i think this has also been doing pretty well it's a little bit on the um, in the bollinger band it's a little bit on the high end but that's not a problem because we are uh, we are getting a green signal which is the trend is still up so this might extend if monero does well uh, and as we know that btc has been consolidating around this 44000 ish levels and i think it might continue to remain so with a very good support around 40000 dollars and this is what is the crypto cap um, not going to cover this because nothing interesting it covers the entire market um, it's just been consolidating just like bitcoin um, and yes this is bitcoin and i think um, as long as we hold the 40000 which i believe that we should we're going to just fight around flirt around this resistance of 44000 uh, let's take a little bit of time around that this is the uh, medium term trend line which is going to be around i think it can dip down a little bit more to 41000 ish to basically scare away some of the short term hodlers and then we move back up that is my expectation uh, i believe because maxi is also doing fine and rsi is also not on an overbought um yes so this is i think the last part i want to cover for today is the 220 line if we see the last 90 days i just want to show how the beautiful technical analysis can be Let's see so even in the last 30 days as soon as we comfortably broke above 180 and that resistance became a support so we've been float flirting around 220 a number of times and today was a good time to actually go up because volumes were very importantly uh, going up as well the only thing that i would like to see going forward in the coming days is that it sustains above 220 and makes 220 as a solid support and when it makes 220 as a solid support i can say quite confidently that we're going to go up um, i think the next resistance would be somewhere around 320 is actual resistance but there can also be something around 260 270 but i would aim for something are, are at 320 we on track to hit 420 on 420 again <laughs> uh let's 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 hit to 320 first but yeah i i, I heard what's the 420 thing 420 is uh it's traditionally a day where people that enjoy uh smoke weed <laughs> okay collectively smoke weed on that day around the world but last year i don't know if you if you realize but it, it at monero's price actually hit 420 on 420. oh okay all right but no Elon but, you know, <laughs> i think when it hits 420 everybody's already high so <laughs> we don't need weed anymore exactly. and um yeah i think that's for today. Amazing that. So what, what do you think of the fact that uh, it looks like everything, a lot of the major coins are in the red today and Monero yes. is up like 8%. Is, is that the Abs Monero Topia afterglow? Is that the Monero Topia? That, that is a good point. Um, I think people have been noticing your uh, conference, your shows and um, yeah, it's, it's a difficult question, but it's an interesting thought, afterthought. It yeah, could be because I, of Buritopia. We'll take credit for that. We'll take credit. <laughs> and also, I think Moniro is uh, like the, one of the, the top 50 coin. Yeah. It was at least a few hours ago. So I think we're getting there. Yeah. Looks good so far. All right, man. Exciting. Awesome. Thank you yeah. so much. It's a, it's a good day in Monero part. land for price. That's sure. Thank you, Afon. All right. Ciao. Thanks. See you offline. Right. See you offline. Bye. 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 Um, so, yeah, chill. Um, was hanging out for a sec. Oh, she can't jump on. Yeah, can't jump on. But we 
obviously have Mark here, so we'll put okay. on our... The Monerotopia uh... guest segment is sponsored by Cake Wallet. Store, send, receive, and exchange your Monero and Bitcoin safely on iOS and Android too. Cake Wallet is open source, and you always control your own keys. Right. Hi, Mark. Hey, Hi. Mark. <laughs> Good to see you. Uh, sponsored by Cake. How's your day been? <laughs> it's been great. How about yours? Great. So the, the price segment uh, that we just heard made me think of, uh, I need to stop being so nice. You know what happened at the uh, Monerotopia event? Uh, Crypto Bear was there and I was talking with him and he was very intelligent. Can't wait to show the video because I have him uh, interviewed. Yeah, he's awesome. But uh, I, I bought some of his merchandise and as I'm standing there, a few people came in wanting to buy some stuff too, but a few didn't have any Monero on them. They, they spent it all. I don't know what happened. Uh, and they asked me to um, buy, for, uh, buy the merchandise for them with Monero because Crypto Bear only accepted the narrow not fiat and then i would take dollars and now next day <laughs> i spent like a hundred something dollars a monero for these people oh, oh man tell us about it <laughs> doing, yeah we did that too actually listen if you're coming it, to monero topia bring monero, monero. <laughs> i love giving away monero yes uh, you know because i, I get a little, like I get yeah i'm like these aren't the dollar i not not to interrupt you i see that somebody's like i actually shading the idea and i'm getting to i i like i mean it's it's it returns itself best. Well, you know, I never. It's the only way it's going to work. That's true. You spend. Well, I never feel bad about giving crypto away to someone who doesn't have it. You know, five dollars, one dollar. That I'm completely fine because for me, that that's the point, right? Yeah. Is get yeah. people using it. Uh, but if you already know about it, then you know there's not that. Right, right. right. You know? yeah, they're, they're just trying to acquire. <laughs> yeah. There was quite a few people at the conference that were looking for traders. Yeah. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was interesting. Yeah. Obviously, you know, uh, nothing wrong with that as long as they're meeting in a, in a peer-to-peer way yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that, that gets controversial right mm-hmm. um Monero, you know this idea of trading here mm-hmm. i don't know in, in florida actually uh, a couple of years ago this is somebody on local bitcoins mm-hmm. who basically got accused of being a money service mm-hmm. business because yep. um, he was essentially you know selling his bitcoin mm-hmm. cash uh so it's you know it's it's scary that something as simple as that you having monero i have cash and us as two human beings coming together in the United States of America and deciding, you know, here's my cash, here's your Monero. It's absurd. We have, we have to think twice about whether or not, you know, that's a gray area, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's that's really sad. It is. You know? It's, it's absolutely yeah. absurd. Uh, so I always, you know, tell people, you know, doing a peer-to-peer is 100% the way to go. Mm-hmm. But, you know, watch watch who you're doing it with and make clear that, you know, you're not doing it as, you're just doing it as a need. Mm-hmm. You know, you, ha- you have some Monero and you're in need for, personally in need for some cash for your own use. And the person who has cash is in need for Monero for their use and there's nothing wrong with in conversation making it clear that's yeah. you know I, honestly that's you know how people need to need to operate because mm-hmm. um, it, it is a gray area so just just be careful out there peer-to-peer is 100% the way to go do it without KYC AML especially you know one like I said as long as you're not doing it for business purposes you know you're not in the business of mm-hmm. selling operating Monero, legal selling exchange. Monero for cash mm-hmm. uh, but if you're doing it as a hobby and out of need and for abuse, that's the way to go. And I suggest you always make that clear to yeah. whoever you're dealing with. It's good, it's good advice. It's yeah. important to get that out because I, I, I did see a lot of people at the conference talk about it. Right? Mm. I even said, you know, just do it, but make sure you always make that clear. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, who, who, know, who knows was that was that, yeah, that conference, was there. right? I mean, that's true. That's true. You never know. I talked to people where it was quite obvious. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Which is fine. You know, everything's fine. fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll go on to the news and then we'll, we'll jump on to the viewers on stage because there's some people. I want to jump All on. right, great. It's the viewers on the Narotopia Weekly News segment is sponsored by IVPN. Use a VPN to help prevent your
your online activity from becoming a permanent record. IVPN encrypts your data and DNS requests so your ISP or mobile network provider cannot monitor or log your online activity. Purchase an IVPN service today anonymously with Monero. Oh, yeah, CryptoBear says he can't jump on. He has some things to do, but he would have totally jumped on. He had a great time at um, Octopia. Yeah, he was just... He was awesome. He was amazing. He was amazing, In every way. In every way. Uh, All the performers were amazing. But it's amazing, too, that he was was in his, you know, costume the entire time. Yeah. He was selling selling his products. Yeah. And he was like, came up, he was like, I'm really hot in this. I bet, yeah. And then he performed in it, and he did, like, six songs. Yeah. And it was the first time he ever performed live. Yeah. He told great. It was amazing. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was great. It was really great. I was very There's a decent amount of people still left. I mean, kudos to them. It It was a long, a long day. It was, it was uh, eight to eight 11, to 11. <laughs> like 11 at night, night not like yeah. 11 a.m. It was insane. Yeah. But, but you could see the passion is out there warming mm-hmm. of like how much of those ideas I rap about, I yeah. sing about it. Impressive. All right, the new segment, my friend. All right, well, didn't it's really quick. have much yeah. time to put anything together. So I just, uh, Kevin Wad had put out a, P, uh, a tweet, exchanges, Binance and uh, Hubi have stopped Monero withdrawals. Be careful. Um, I haven't really seen anything about that other than this tweet. But that is interesting. Seeing that quite a times uh, when Monero price starts to pump. And then for some reason, all of a sudden, you can't pull your Monero off chain. Isn't that, isn't that an odd coincidence? Uh, so I don't know if you're familiar with the, discussion that takes place in the American community with regards to um, thinking that maybe, maybe some of the exchanges are selling paper Monero. Have you, have you heard that, Mark? I, I haven't heard that discussion. I'd like okay. to. So the idea the idea is exchanges, centralized exchanges, mm-hmm. a lot of them don't list Monero, mm-hmm. some do, uh, but there's this concern that maybe some of these exchanges that do are in the business of customer comes, they buy their Monero, they sell them the Monero, but because people aren't pulling their Monero off exchange, mm-hmm. they theoretically don't even have to have Monero to sell them. Mm-hmm. And because it's Monero, you can't see the transactions. Wow. It's difficult to verify whether or not the exchange actually holds mm-hmm. Monero as opposed to something Bitcoin where you can you know, see the exchange's wallets. Monero, you don't really know wow. how much uh, they have, whether or not they have or sell it. And so you see the price pumps, you inevitably see these closing down of the ability to draw your funds because it's kind of like a, a, a bank run. They don't really have the funds for right. you to withdraw. And so the idea that, you know, maybe these exchange, exchanges are doing this because one, they bend a profit off quite a bit. They're selling something that they don't really have, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like fractional reserve. Right. Uh, and two, maybe they want to be able to troll the price of Monero. Yeah, it sounds like it. That's yeah. an easy way to manipulate yeah. the price and make yeah. it not attractive. Yes. Depending so, on what your needs are. That was uh, that. That's happening today. We could talk about uh, anybody that wants to jump on stage has more information on that. We <laughs> should have uh, brought that up with a funnel. Oh. Uh, another tweet. This is just another one of the popular tweets this week. After going to Monero Topia, I decided to get cake while I officially joined the Monero world. So that's just encouraging to see. You know, some anecdotal data of Monero. Topia doing its job, right? So somebody came to Monerotopia and now is in Monero involved. That, that's that's very. I think she works on Tech Lore. Yeah, she's so, Tech Lore. Yeah, right? she's part of the team. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's all you get. One of my more exciting <laughs> conversations at Monerotopia was that uh, young Indian couple. Yes. Oh I yeah. Forget their, yeah, yeah. I forget their names, but uh, they had met us last year in Miami at the <clears> Bitcoin <throat> conference, and they said that's why they're now in Monero. Really? Just from the conversations we had there, they got interested.
excited about you know, Bitcoin's lack of fundability. Mm -hmm. and they went and started doing their research and watching us. And they were at Monerotopia and they were like, whatever we do, whatever we do to help you guys. Uh, we're, you know, so that was another anecdotal you know, experience where I was like, oh, wow. It's like, looks like it's working, you know? Yeah. What Bitcoin, the conference specifically, is doing wrong more than anything else is, um, I don't know if you know this, but the exhibitors are told they're not allowed to speak about any other coin. Yeah, well, explicitly, yeah. you will be kicked out, <laughs> yes. non-refundable. Yeah. We are aware of that from last <laughs> yeah. year. So that's that to me is insane. That's so crazy to me because for me, what a great fundamentally we're talking about technology, right? Facebook is the big social network now, and eventually it will die in something that hopefully is better place, right? Technology improves. We're not driving around Model Ts. So if you have an echo chamber where you're not even discussing alternatives, what what's going to happen? It's sort of like Ford. Ford is talking about Tesla. I'm sure in their boardrooms, they're having discussions about how they can catch up, how they can make themselves better. Bitcoin doesn't want that conversation. And when you have coins like Monero that are fundamentally significantly better in almost every way, you stay blind to that, you're going to have these people that have conversations or do their research and it's, they wake up and move out of it. And, you know, at the Monero convention, there was no cramping down on people discussing other coins. And if anything, it makes it stronger because the developers here and marketers, people developing technology for Monero are going to hear about, oh, you know, there's actually this cool feature from this coin. Let's let's think about how we can do that uh, with Monero and with adoption, especially. Yeah, they were talking about Zcash. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. and, you know, tech they're adding and whether or not Monero will then try to adopt that tech. Uh, yeah, the, the Monero community is really good. It has this nice culture of skepticism, self-analysis. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, if anything, I'm more on the, on the, <laughs> on the extreme side of no. not being good at that, although I, I, I do a decent job. Uh, but there's those in Monero that are really good at treating it simply as a technology. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Always trying to take this scientific method towards right. it. You heard in some talks, especially the devs. They're mm -hmm. very, and I've, I've interviewed a, a lot of them on the show and really get into it. I'm trying to be like, you know, almost kind of hype them up about Monero. And yeah. they're always like, well, you know, it's it's not perfect, it's always evolving. And right. here, here are the things that are bad about it. And they're always very careful uh, to make sure that's explained. Mm -hmm. And they're most interested in that aspect as opposed to being most interested in the what appears to work aspect. Yeah. And that's a very, very encouraging. In Bitcoin, it's kind of the opposite. You mm -hmm. don't see them actively talking about how do we improve fungibility rather right. they're making arguments of, as to why this one may right. theoretically be fungible or uh, why it okay. doesn't matter mm -hmm. instead of being like all right it's 100 broken yeah and it needs to fix. right it's, and we know why but it's just <laughs> interesting uh encouraging to see i think i saw andreas on the top this was at the night of monerotopia after all of a sudden that went on twitter and i saw a tweet i don't know if you want to search because i was surprised to see it I, ah, you want to catch that before I'll go right. someone yeah i'll go get it um Sorry, guys. We're See if you can area. find the uh, Andreas Antonopoulos yeah. Monero tweet. You want to do the thank you uh, to where the viewers? He, huh? Where he basically, I think, announced that selling uh, Monero work on his website. Like, added a Monero shirt, I believe, or something. Got it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, here. Yeah, well, what did you tweet that? Uh, that was... Green chair. Yeah. Yeah, so Andreas, yeah, the, the day of Monerotopia, by the way, a coincidence. Ooh, look at that. Coincidence. The day of Monerotopia, Andreas Antonopoulos has got another design, the Antonopoulos shop. Show your love, Monero. Wow. Wow. I don't know. I'm going to say that's uh, Monerotopia on the day of Monerotopia. I think we got to take credit for that that's one. Nice. You're, you're welcome. Now, I was going to tweet him out, which I'll do after. I'm going to ask him, does, does this mean we'll have you at a speaker at yeah. next year's Monero? Like, what? He should be there. That's where he should talk. Yeah. 
bring a few right? shirts to sell the booth yeah. Yeah. so I can buy one. Let the Monero audience, you know, kind of grill them a little bit and talk mm-hmm. about fundability, Bitcoin, what do you think? Basically, Anthonopolis's take is Monero is, you know, is a necessary tool in crypto space. Mm-hmm. It's doing digital cash better than any other goes. Mm-hmm. what I talk, but only use it when you need it purposes of staying private, which I think is really, that's where he becomes a hypocrite in my mind. Why? 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 We say that you should. So what would be your counter argument then? Well, my counter argument is that he should hurt everybody to use it because if his goal is to prevent mass surveillance, great adoption did have, mm-hmm. he should want fall use to be for purposes of digital cash. And that if everybody's using, now you increase the anonymity set of the user base itself. Mm-hmm. So there's no assumption that those who are using it are only using it for oh, purposes of hiding. Mm-hmm. And so if you believe in this idea that crypto should be a tool for censorship resistant private transactions, then you should encourage everybody to use the tool that does that best. Wait, I thought we just wanted store value. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying Antonopoulos doesn't talk about store. You know, he talks yeah, about yeah. it for those purposes. So mm-hmm. why would he uh, be hesitant? And then he argues because, you know, Bitcoin has what it is. Mm-hmm. All right, well, you're literally the number one voice, mm-hmm. right? At least he was. Mm-hmm. You know, he talks most mm-hmm. amazing. So if you're worried about the fact that Monero does have much limited as Bitcoin, mm-hmm. that's something you can easily change by yeah. going out there and start talking positively about Monero and say, use Monero, guys. Yeah. Now you've just, you're, you're shifting liquidity in Bitcoin by being a positive. Yeah. And one of the things about liquidity, and this is a question, not really a statement of mine, is how much do you really need, right? Like for the average person, do you need millions of dollars of liquidity to dump your money, you know, for these huge investments? If you're using it as peer-to-peer cash, how much liquidity do you actually need? Is it necessary to have, you know, a market cap of 1 billion? Or is it okay to have a market cap of 100 million to be useful and to have some liquidity there. I, I don't know. I don't know how much you need, but it feels like well, you I mean, don't it depends need a... how much you're looking at. You know, I think theoretically you're mm-hmm. going to want liquidity as large as possible. But I think what you're seeing with Monero is the liquidity map act usage. And like we said, because nobody's really using <coughs> crypto, it's indi- in- indicative of how much people act are. And I think that Monero's Marcap, you know, be theorized, mm-hmm. I think probably reflects close to what Marcap digital cash should be based more on adoption than speculation. Well, that's kind of my point here yeah. is right now we're so early that I don't think it's a rational argument to say that Monero doesn't have the most market gap, therefore we shouldn't use it because it's new. It just needs enough to function. And as more people come into the space, it naturally grows. So I don't understand why you would exclude Monero because of the market gap, because of the liquidity, because there's only so much you need right now at these right. early stages. It'd be like excluding Bitcoin with $10. Right, saying, that, exactly. Well, the logic doesn't work. make it's sense. Only, uh, you know, the market cap is only right. uh, 100 million. Exactly. It's never going to grow. Right, right, the market right. cap is going to grow as the grows. Right. Yeah. So that argument for me doesn't make sense rationally at all. We yeah, we have people waiting. Yeah, so right, we're gonna yeah and then we can continue to talk, but he's taking a break work. So. It's the viewers on stage segment. It's that time where we invite you, the viewers, up on stage to comment on anything you've heard so far today, ask the guest a question, or maybe talk about one of the news topics. Come on down. Tony! Hey, how's it going? <laughs> how's it going, bro? Tony, Tony. Hey, guys. Hey. Oh, my God. Actually, uh, function. Yes. So he, so we say vol- he was a volunteer, ran the audio visual. Yes. Oh, because yeah, we had yeah. this one person who was going to come. You know, mm-hmm. he was kind of, he was going to, Tony yes. was going to help us out. And then uh, apparently his flight got canceled. Whoa. Our yeah, main our, guy. Our so original we're, AV guy. So we were freaking out. Yeah. Flight got canceled. Which I feel so bad. He's a I totally know. awesome dude. We met him in, in uh, Monero Con. Monero Con. In Denver. Out there. Really talented. 
wild guy. Yeah. And it was unfortunate that his flight. I know. Canceled, so, hey, man. We, we thank one. you so Next much, one. and we'll, we'll say it back. over and over again. Thank <laughs> you. But Tony stepped, stepped in and took over, and he ran it. I mean, that event, it was a marathon. It was a marathon. <laughs> it was, we started at 8 in the morning, and we, you know, it didn't finish until yeah. totally. fucking the yeah. of night. And Tony was there. The and set up and so Kevin, help us next <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Thank you, you are the uh, you are the mitochondria of the uh, <laughs> house. Of Appreciate. Thank that. you, thank you, guys. Um, the day started so funny because I was supposed to be there by uh, five thirty, so I had my plans, you know, what I was supposed to do, and someone blocked my car, and so I had to call like cops, and I got that sorted out, and oh. then um, yeah, he messaged me in the morning. Oh my god, <laughs> where yeah. were you coming from? You you drove to Monero, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drove. I'm oh. like two hours and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they yeah. drove back that yeah, night. Yeah, that and night. He worked I remember. In the morning. Yeah, he wanted to go out and get a beer. I was yeah, like, I no, know. dude, go home. Go home. <laughs> I got no. home by like 4.30, but I should have stayed two more days. I'm so stupid. Like I could have been there, but whatever. Yeah. It's all good. Um, right. I know. So yeah. what was your experience like, man, uh, being in the trenches at Monero Um, Well, first of all, I need to thank you guys for, you know, allowing me to, you know, help you and, you know, for giving me the opportunity to set up the PowerPoints for everyone. And um, that was amazing. I got to talk to the speakers a little bit. Um, it was like super busy. Like I didn't get to talk to everyone as much as I wanted just because it was like back to back and it was kind of crazy but um it was amazing it was more than i expected um there were a lot of amazing people out there and one thing that um i was thinking as i was driving back home is that um these people are there'll be such a void in the space without every single one of you without monero talk without mark doing what he does uh oops oh, oh no <laughs> <laughs> and then he got censored that's pretty funny <laughs> Oh, he's in the car. He's at work right now. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, He'll call back. That's funny. You're back. You're back. Oh, no, hold on. You're muted. Let me unmute you. Oh, wait. You're muted. You're muted. You're muted. Unmute yourself. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. I was getting so passionate, you know, that... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, like just there'll be such a void without Monero Talk, without Mark doing what he does, going to El Salvador and all the videos that um, that he's posting without, um, you know, Seth, everyone, I, I'm, you know, I could mention everyone. There'll be such a void. So it just made me think about how, what can I do more? How can I get more people to be on board? Because these things are so, um, just so important. And um, yeah, just made me think about so many things about the community. You know, it's about really about the people, not about, you know, going to laser eyes 100k you know like no it's about people and community and um, just thankful for everything yeah tony i think so. if i recall correctly you came up to me at the conference yes and told me yep. that you were actually a, a bitcoin maximalist yes yeah you? and it was actually yeah. my video that you saw that brought you away from that and ultimately into monero yes um so before i was a huge bitcoin maximalist i would disregard any other crypto i would call them a shit coin um you know um i had the laser eyes on my twitter like you know <laughs> And then I discovered Mon- Monero talk and I discovered your talk about the dark side of um, Salvador. And I didn't know. I didn't know. And um, I was open for information. And then I took a look into your work, Mark, and then more into Monero talk. And ever since, you know, when I go to work or from going to the beach, I have Monero talk in my AirPods, um, you know, trying to listen to as much as I can. Um, and it's just, just that's going to be evolution. You know, you guys are uh, bringing people uh, um, on board on crypto. It doesn't matter if they go for Bitcoin and then to Monero 
Sarah was just about um, um, awareness. But um, yeah, and I'm so, I'm so happy that I got to you know um, talk to you at the end, Mark. I'm like so happy to uh, to do that. Um, but, yeah. By the way, this is unrelated a little bit, but speaking about the laser eyes, I, the funniest. I think we talked about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's a gift of a soccer player who's who's playing soccer, and all the people in the audience are shining lasers into his eyes, and he mix, misses the goal. And that's how I think about uh, the, the. Oh my god! <laughs> the yeah. Great meme potential there. Someone, someone needs to mock that up. Laser that's eyes. That's, yeah. that's hilarious. That, that is so funny because we were talking about how, um, and obviously, like no no hate to Bitcoin people, you know, and, um, some of they do amazing work, and you know, um, but um, it's kind of funny because I feel like for some people, they probably just shoot laser eyes in each other too much and they don't uh, pay attention to important stuff. So that's like they're laser the meme. focused. Yeah. number go up. Yeah, you know, yeah. so they're like, ah, oh, they can't, you know, they can't see more from too many lasers. You know, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. no, it was amazing. And next year. Two two days. Like, I know, oh yeah, yeah nice. definitely. Minimum. We are, we're definitely Minimum. doing that because yeah, it was just jam packed. So again, kudos to everyone. What, what do you What do you think, Tony? Should we continue to do it in Miami alongside Bitcoin, or mm. should we lower? Do I we mean, we, we have some big locations. ideas of what we do with it, especially if you did it in Dipation, give us more leeway. Uh, find find an, an interesting um, location where we could. We want to make it more of a uh, a village like experience. So uh, really boost up vending aspect of it. Uh, yeah. A lot of, selling different things for Monero coming together maybe even spending you know a couple a week together kind of collectively living off of Monero in our own little you know economy yeah. uh, while obviously having costs that was the original vision with Monerotopia it actually yes. started we bought the domain years ago Moneroville huh. oh yeah yeah uh, Moneroville we oh that's so cool we were trying to do it in New York but it was too soon it would yeah. never work you wanted to do yeah, it yeah because we were trying to do Monero that in New York yeah come and, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think we're I think we're there. at the point where we're making like this get like that we have the momentum now, yeah and i think people would be on board experiment like we were like maybe trying to take over a, a small village and maybe in guatemala where we're getting our coffee and tea that's and huge or we do it so in a village in mexico mm -hmm. everybody goes rents out all the air and bnds mm -hmm. and hotels around that area yeah get you know all the local restaurants to accept monero yes. for a couple of days mm -hmm. in addition to having I'll our own vendors like in the in the yeah. center yeah. square yeah. you know uh for for a few it's like a bazaar. Yeah, yeah, yeah like a bazaar. Yeah. What do you think, Tony? Uh, that's so funny that you mentioned that because um, I was gonna say yesterday, two days ago, I was talking to Andreas. He he's the one behind Marriage Sales, and I thought that was very interesting. A peer to peer, basically eBay for Monero and crypto. I talked to him actually after the talk today. After um, probably gonna meet with him next week. Um, but I was just trying to think, how are we going to get more people to use Monero? Like, what's um, you know, is it probably gonna be a country like El Salvador, let's say, mm -hmm. uh, just making them um, accept Monero? because the vendor if it's peer-to-peer -peer, yes you give it to, to the vendor but then they need to pay electricity in Monero so I was thinking maybe a village I was actually thinking about a village something like that something small where we can do something peer-to-peer -peer. Um, so I think um, that that would be maybe the first step I was actually thinking about a village I think um, something like that yeah um, and to get on to your question about location mm, it's a bit um, Miami was a good location I think it's a bit complicated because um, um, a lot of people couldn't get in because because they weren't vaccinated. They couldn't get into the US. Um, exactly. That's one thing. Miami is uh, becoming um, a new Silicon Valley. Um, so I'm not sure. I mean, Miami was a good choice, um, but I'm not entirely sure, you know, yeah. what's more yeah, I know. accessible. Like I mean, our thinking that was that obviously benefit of Miami is maybe people that are yeah, already, they're already here. here. Yeah, they're already here. 
yeah, it, it made a lot of yeah. sense yeah. for the first yeah. round. Yeah. It made a yeah. lot of sense. But now we might have our own rivalry. Yeah, You'd be like, yeah. oh, let's yeah. go. With it. Yeah. yeah. It could be like, dang. I think that so... is adoption. No, go for it. No, no, sorry. So, go for it. I was going to say that I think for adoption, one of the reasons that Bitcoin was successful in El Salvador is because they picked a specific location. Mm -hmm. Bitcoin Cash picked St. Kitts and Nevis and St. Martin. You need to have a small community where there's a huge amount of localized adoption. When you have that, it's easy for things to kind of spark and spread. Yeah. Right? Um, and I think that with your platform, with the conference, having a localized community somewhere where Venero would really useful, that can really have ripple effects that spread that it's hard to account for. So I, I think doing it in a different place where you can find a really local community and really enrich it uh, is, is probably the way to go for adoption. It's hard when you're kind of in a place like America. Yeah. But if you pick a small village, small place where everyone uses it and there's this closed loop, that's where you really get exponential. New, New Hampshire, Russ. Have you yeah. been to yeah, New that's Hampshire? True. Have you I haven't. It's on my list. I'm going there uh, month two. Are you going to come to Pork, pork Fest? Fest? Do you know Pork Fest? <laughs> I haven't heard of it, oh but I guess I guess oh so. God. Yeah, you got yeah. What, you what gotta date come. is that? We're going to be there. You're uh, going to like Pork Fest better than Monero Tokyo. It's uh, June 4th, 5th, something like that. Okay. Yes, yeah. I'll be there. We're going. All right, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Fair enough. We're bringing uh, my seven-year-old daughter. It's like very family-oriented. Just say Pork Fest. Oh, this one? Yeah. It's basically a bunch of libertarians hanging out for a weekend. God, whoa. Okay. It's an entire week. And selling. Vendors can come and vend whatever they want. See you there. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. And most of the vendors uh, except uh, Mero, Bcash, Dash, uh, Dash. Dash. Those yeah, there. they were Dash. Really no, I mean, no Bitcoin, you know, it's like, I mean, Bitcoin's there, but it's not. Yeah, like, yeah, People yeah. aren't using it. Right. Um, so just that, another good example of surreal. Yeah. But yeah. New Hampshire's a, a, a hedge bot for Monero, Yeah, that's true. That makes it. You know what? That makes a lot of yeah. sense. It really yeah. should be Monero. You know, that's like the, the libertarian yeah. hotspot. And, a lot of big Monero. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, you should definitely try to come. Yeah, I will. I'll be there. 100%. Awesome. Um, is Tony still there? Oh, we think, lost Tony. Like, are you coming back? He's out. I think battery maybe. He's working. He's got. Oh, he says he's coming. Break. He goes coming. <laughs> yeah, he's on his lunch. Ask if anybody else wants to jump on. I did. <clears throat> Please, guys. Um, you got a lot of people. Uh, yeah. Thirty people. Yeah. Jump on, guys. Jump on. Say hello. Oh, he's back. Back. We got Tony back. Oh Maybe my back. God. What happened? Now we don't see your camera. So oh yeah, I mean, right. one 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 second. Give me one second. Yeah, no worries. Okay, no worries. Um, anyone that's interested in jumping on, please jump on. You don't have to show your faces. Say hello. Let us know what you thought about conference. You were there. Let us know what you thought about the virtual conference. You Andreas Antonopoulos <laughs> talking about Monero. Hey, by the way, I have a Price funny pumping. anecdote while we wait. So, um, you know, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys know this, but I have a little bit of a bit of a scuffle with uh, Samson Mao. He shared some of my videos on his Twitter to criticize Bitcoin Cash and St. Martin, which was fine. But he, he did that without crediting me, clipping my video, you know, all the stuff. So I, I have a little bit of disagreement with right And uh, I went to the hotel room that I'm staying at here and I go to the lobby. I set up my laptop. I'm doing work and I look over and it's Simpson Mouse sitting right next to me. So we're at the same hotel. Very awkward. <laughs> all right. I have my GoPro. Should I talk with the guy and record it? I just said, oh, you should have. I should have. You know what? I would have. Yeah. I would have. But I wanted to be on my best behavior for this conference because someone gave me a ticket to go and okay. uh, you know uh, they have a booth and i don't want things to reflect on them but i was you're so tempted we're, we're, we're never on our best <laughs> we're not even a, we got yeah we got kicked out of go with did you I, last yeah. year no, no this, year. this year really we were their first, first media, media part. part i don't know if you, you watched think. the gun bitcoin oh guns and bitcoin yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay 
entire comp going on right now. Yeah. So it used to be a Shoshone comp. Yeah. And then this year they decided they wanted to start talking about Nara. Right? Like wow. They were ready to talk about um, And so we did like a Twitter, uh, Twitter, Twitter spaces. spaces. And, we streamed it you know, on our channel. With us, we streamed it on our channel. And they so announced like that they're going to now start accept Nara for selling products on the website. That's great. And for selling tickets. Yeah, it was also So great. what happened? And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, we're going to make you guys, we'll make you guys media partners on our thing. You yeah. can make us media partners on, on the Narrowtopia. We're like, sure. Yeah. It was all good and, and grand. And then there was some like Twitter spat where some of the guys that are into guns, Bitcoin, um, there's the samurai wallet dev who we get, a, I spoke to the guy on the phone numerous times. He was like a great guy. Um, but he had put out some tweet like Monerotopia is a norm fest. I don't know if you follow these the samurai dev guys. They're like their whole MO is being like caustic. Yes. To the point where it's Somebody like ridiculous. Yes. So I responded. How is Monero? Right. Norm, exactly. <laughs> so I responded. What? I was like, what? I was like, we're Monero only. I'm like, Bitcoin, guns and Bitcoin is a little boy go fest. For, yeah. Yeah. For, for, you know, where they're not, they're not even ready to fully accept Monero. Yeah. You know, like, whatever it was. It was like something stupid. It's just in response to them. Yeah. Ragnar, the guy running conference, yeah. um, DM'd. Yeah. And he's like, delete. He's like, what? Yeah. Bro. Like, it's already <laughs> out there. Yeah. Like, you can't handle my, my response to your, like, like, like yeah. not a big deal. And then he's like, well, if you're not going to delete, we're going to uh, remove, you, remove as you, partner. you as a media partner. I'm like, so you're not okay with people being in your comp as media that's going to maybe not agree with everything represented. Right. That's the whole purpose of open press. Right. That's the, supposed to be there right. as press. Right. So what greater form of censorship is there yeah. than banning press from your event? Especially press that may be the type of press that instead of just going along with everything you're saying, right. would actually ask you some difficult questions. Yeah. Like, oh, why do you just talk about Monero in terms of being cool? It's going to trend to zero. Like, why aren't you ready to talk? You know, whatever the tough yeah, questions yeah, yeah, are, yeah. they didn't want the eliminated. Yeah. Long story short, we're yeah. not there. And that's why we're not there, guys, uh, which is pretty wild because we're <clears throat> Monero talk and like it's beautiful to see that they've adopted yeah all the best and I, I'm really glad that that's the direction but it was odd that they didn't want it. yeah <laughs> but whatever it is what it is <laughs> we're not there <laughs> these personalities man and the, you know it's uh big personalities yeah, in crypto. that's crypto's biggest problem yeah is, uh, some of the talk up now yeah I agree all right so we have yeah hi Tony you're back and we have nightmare Hall. so that was a combination between uh, maybe getting DDoS by Bank of America I've got a couple banks and I think they heard us talk about Monero. <laughs> now you're back again. I'm back. You're being um, censored, also, Tony. <laughs> yes, li live. But live. You know, Monero is persisting. So, um, but no, to to add on what you said about Samurai, I don't think they're in, in a position to speak since they um, are partnered with Chain Analysis. You know, that kind of um, you know, and the things that they've been doing so far. I mean, I don't know. They're not in. They're not in a position to speak. I would say. I don't know. Who's been? Can you repeat that? I've cut up. Sorry. Oh. Oh, can you can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Samurai Wallet. I, I don't think that they're in a position to talk, uh, especially since their um, um, partnerships with Chain Analysis and um, the rest of it. I, I think they're oh, are they part? What? Yeah, is that? A, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, they're partners with. There's a Chain, Chain Analysis. Analysis Samurai Wallet. Yes, I'm. Yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know about that. One. I don't want. I don't want to spread misinformation. I mean, my I'm not sure. my criticism of them is that you know they're on this mission to make Bitcoin private and untraceable <coughs> by creating these 
those convoluted tools that allow you to know what you're doing, you're careful enough to maybe make Bitcoin uh, you know, untraceable, right? You can hop and use these tools and they're doing a good job of trying to make it as user-friendly as possible. But why not just integrate Monero, which already, do, if that's your, your mission, right? Mm -hmm. Why not use a tool that already exists and that is super user-friendly with mm -hmm. one, one step, which is acquire Monero, send Monero. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, put it this thing, you know, this thing, and then it becomes one. Like, why, if that's your mission, would you then not just adopt Monero? Now, they're talking about adopting your wallet to use atomic swaps. Mm -hmm. so you'd be able to, and that will be the tool then used to effectively make Bitcoin fungible is by atomically swapping into Monero and uh -huh. vice versa. So they're going to add that. Uh, but then they always talk about it as, oh, well, don't worry, Bitcoiners, because it's just a tool. It's the only use it we need it. And Monero is trending zero. Like, okay. you're doing a disservice, right? Like, that's, so, that's, what, that's my gripe with them, right? So if they actually are into these things, just embrace it, right? Why, why half-ass it, yeah? Um, I think that we need to maybe put a bit the tech away and really think about the people who are going to use this as currency. Think about your mom, your grandma, and mm -hmm. your whole family. Are they going to know uh, how to coin join and all, do all these complicated things uh, just to spend the money? A lot of people don't know how to do this stuff. Monero just works. And Kick Wallet does a great job at, um, you know, bringing us um, a wallet that is easy to use. And um, it's just, it just works. Like, just spend it and it works. It's private. It's like cash. That's what cash is. It's fungible. And um, I don't think this whole Bitcoin privacy um, thing is going to work um, just because of how complicated it is to um, to be effectively used and maybe not even. Um, so I'm not sure maybe what's going to happen at the core level. I just don't know. I, I'm not a big fan. Yeah, but very good point in terms of the usability of, of Monero. It just works. It's Another tight. thing, um, do not spread misinformation, but um, I don't look too deeply into it, but I know Samurai Wallet, I guess, is leaning more towards the chain analysis side and they're blacklisting uh, transactions, I'm pretty sure, as of right now. Oh, maybe that, that's Wasabi. Sure. I think you're referring to Wasabi. Oh, Wasabi, yeah, 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 maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any comments? I can't read the comments. No, no comments. Any comments coming in? No. Have questions or I don't know. No, people also, one thing, that, one thing that I may add is that um, people need to maybe understand that um, us in the com in the Monero community, we are not really we call each other maybe as a joke maximalist. But I came from Bitcoin, hardcore Bitcoin um, evangelist, um, to actually kind of Bitcoin Cash, and I looked into the other ones. I'm open for anything else, and I looked deeply into. I, I read all the white papers. I look a lot into it at least a bunch of podcasts just whenever it makes sense whenever it makes sense um if in the future something else is gonna make sense that's great but for now monero makes sense i was talking to francisco cabanas about uh, scalability after the show um monerotopia and um uh, opened my eyes a lot and it, it just makes sense whenever it makes sense yeah i mean that was a point i was trying to make a conference too when i when i brought him up because you know most people that everybody knows about the fungibility aspect right monero is right right uh, but a lot of things that people don't really know about that are just kind of getting into it is the fact that Monero is built to be scalable on chain uh, with its dynamic blocks. Uh, that's what Tony is referring to right now. And Monero, effectively, as more people use it, becomes cheaper to send. But the cost per transaction goes down uh, as more people use Monero and more transactions are fit into a block. The blocks dynamically get larger use. Uh, were you there for that presentation? I heard both of you. That's a tremendous that differentiating factor, once again. 
to something like Monero and Bitcoin. Uh, it's, it's another major, major difference uh, in terms of how tech works. And it's not really discussed much because it's it's a little abstract to think about, but it's really important because it's not just about fungibility. Fungibility, really at the end of the day, it's about shared resistance, right? Being able to transact freely without any corporation government stymieing that in any way. And part of that is having uh, transactions stay on chain for as much as possible so we can deal with that pure decentralized network for the purposes of send transactions. And Monero does that really well. And the other thing is the mining. Random X, did, we, did you uh, clue into that at all? Not yet. Yeah, so the fact that Monero is mined with CPUs. That, only. yeah, that, that I... You know, once again, something that's not really talked about mm-hmm. a lot, but another major pillar that makes a true digital cash that's purely decentralized, anybody with a CPU anyway, this is a CPU, can, can fairly keep in the mining of Monero, which is creating a very robust mining network where it would be very difficult for a government to shut it down. Yeah. As opposed to Bitcoin that has, essentially it's federated at this point mm-hmm. where you have a couple of large companies that do the vast majority of all the mining. Right. In these warehouses, they're incorporated. Government knows who they are. They know what door to knock on. They're, they have new regulations that they want to put in place regards to mining. Mm. As opposed to with Monero, there's really no doors to knock on. It's right. spread throughout the world. So it's pure, you know, fashion. Just, just points that, you know, things yeah, that those are important. We, info that we need to get out <laughs> right. to people that are starting to look at Monero to yeah. realize other aspects. I think Tony's back in his office. Well, you're muted. I muted you. You're muted. Yep. Oh, oh. now. Now, now. Okay. Now, now. Um, I have a uh, actually funny post uh, and um, funny follow-up on what he said. Um, so I think Seth was trying to buy some tacos today and uh, he was trying to spend Bitcoins. But the thing is, they don't. They only accept Bitcoins that are going through the Lightning Network. They don't accept Bitcoins from the Layer 1 for the tacos. So, I mean, first of all, first of all, I, I hope that Seth got his tacos somehow. Um, but it's just, again, talking about scalability. So we might have the problem of, okay, so you're only going to accept layer two, but not layer right. one. Exactly. Um, yeah. So it's kind of funny, That's... but not funny. <laughs> When I was at the Bitcoin conference too, I found that um, the concessions would not sell with layer one. Couldn't buy anything with Bitcoin. You could only use Lightning. And I also found that um, any of the shops that would accept Bitcoin, which weren't many, most accepted Lightning. If I wanted to pay with Bitcoin layer one, they gave me a look like, you want to do what? (laughs) Okay. But that's weird to me. Like, what is the point of even keeping any money? If if you're into Bitcoin, that's cool. But logically speaking, why would you ever keep layer one? Why don't you keep all your money in layer two? And what's the problem with that? And it, yeah, just, that was yeah. my experience there well, that, too. That's exactly the issue. Going yeah. from a purely, you know, the, the base protocol of build decentralized censorship resistance mm-hmm. to another layer where you're losing a lot of that sensation. Big time, and huge. That's a major cost. It's a major cost, and it's yeah. uh, you know, it's it's worth trying to stay on chain as much as is technologically possible. And Monero's architect way, where it's doing that greatest advantage possible, where basically the adoption of it is in tandem with the growth of technology that handle it. So the, the blocks dynamically expand and adoption is happening at a rate that, you know, see, that will probably closely equate to the improvement in technology on the hardware and bandwidth side. Because yeah. that's the argument, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, it's great that your blocks are dynamic, but are you going to have a network that can, our computers going to be able to 
download higher, you know, mm-hmm. node fast enough? Are node are are nodes going to be able to propagate fast enough to refer to the internet? And what Arctic Mind is explained was yes, yes they will. He gave the punch card example. He's showing punch card. Now we have supercomputers in mm-hmm. our po- pocket compared to that. Uh, and through Nielsen's law, you mm-hmm. know, those things continue to improve. Uh, probably in a way that will will, will match growth of Bitcoin's adoption on chain. And what do we have at the end of the day? We have people using digital cash mm-hmm. pure way using technology, you know the hardware and the technology. The argument that didn't really make a lot of sense to me as far as Bitcoin goes when it comes to Nielsen's law and all this is they say okay well it won't scale right or Monero whatever there's going to be issues with that so let's just have censorship now you know what I mean right. it's like there might be a problem later right way later right. so let's just mm-hmm. uh, create a solution now you know layer two that's yeah. already bad right. like let's, it's already since let's, let's ruin it today yeah because it might that that didn't make sense and in fact I'll, I'll tell you two reasons and I don't want to you know kind of distract conversation much but that I really don't like lightning and I won't use it one of the problems is in fact if you go on my Twitter and scroll back you'll see that there's Lightning, lightning operators, lightning node operators that are fighting with each other and blocking transactions between each other because one guy doesn't like the vaccine and the other guy does. So they've permanently disconnected their nodes, blacklisted each other. That No, don't do that because we all know how businesses work. We all know how, how life works. As time goes on, things centralize, right? People buy up nodes, all these things happen. There's camps that form. People have ideological differences and there's disconnects. So with lightning, you already have a solution that has censorship. I shouldn't say that. That already has infighting where people don't connect with each other. That's a problem. And the second problem is, and this is the big one for me, and regardless of what you think about Roger Veer, I saw a meme on r slash Bitcoin. When I saw this, I was like, I'm done with lightning. And that is, there was a node that was labeled Roger Veer and no huh. one else was connecting with it. <laughs> and you know, that's funny. Oh, wow. But but <laughs> you've just shown that you can exclude nodes. And when I've, I, I talked with a guy who's a Bitcoin maximalist friend of mine, and I said, this is why I think that lightning has failed. Even off, like you guys are joking about this thing. And he's like, well, you would never n- name your node Roger Veer, but it's like, okay, I'm meeting you in person. I'm meeting you. What if you and I, like you were gonna, we're friends, right? We're, we're getting to know each other. You might, at some point, I'm gonna tell you about my node and vice versa and we become friends, but what happens if we have a disagreement in a year? And now all of a sudden you know who I am and you expose me online and you expose my node and I, there's just so many ways to fracture it and split things into camps. And it's like, you guys are laughing about this thing with Roger Veer, but that's the death knell right there yeah. to show that you have that potential that to lock people to out that, of your yeah. network. <clears throat> So I have um, two side notes. One is not technical. Maybe one is more technical, uh, but a bit funny. Um, I think we should start a hashtag, give Seth his tacos. Um, <laughs> because the one time he tried to actually spend his Bitcoin, he couldn't because of this layer uh-huh. network. They don't accept They don't accept layer one, only layer two. Um, yeah. There's all the issues that Mark explained. Yeah, so give oh, Seth oh, back his, <laughs> give him a tacos, <laughs> his tacos. We should make a t-shirt. Someone should make that. In a, in a um, start protesting. <laughs> yes. August. <laughs> yes like and it. if you're gonna accept crypto for it do later one and later two um yeah. but um so well, and then the, the, yeah the uh the arepa truck was accepted yeah they accepted uh, accepting monero, monero. or monero topia yeah. oh cool did yeah. we tell you yeah. too we yeah. also all our signs that we had conference, oh yeah really we got we paid the guy yeah, monero that's that awesome local oh guy cool that's so, awesome yeah yeah um, did you onboard awesome. him and did he already know about monero no we uh, onboarded him. Yeah, that's we fantastic yeah um when we came here in january for the tents and some other things we 
bought. We used Monero. We used coin cards. Yeah. Gift cards. We buy things. We used Monero a lot throughout time. And then obviously all the tickets. Yeah. A lot, know, yeah, a lot we, of we people. We were crypto only for tickets. Great. Yeah. You know, right? no, and the vast majority paid with Monero. Isn't that bizarre that you would have a conference where you even have uh, on a cryptocurrency and you'd even allow fiat to sell the ticket? Yeah. Like with Bitcoin conference? Yeah. I mean, like, I see the you know, re reasoning because we did have people reach out to us that wanted to buy a ticket. And only like a I get it. I get it. Maybe they don't want them at the it. conference because this is who you want to onboard, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah. Like, you okay. Yeah. You've, you've um, changed my mind. On so that. even that, that folks, we, we, we basically get created a roundabout way for that one to do it. Mm. Now payments. Yeah, now we, payments. We yeah. For them, but okay. if like, you wanted to buy, basically what you were doing was you're using your credit card to buy crypto. That yeah. Like you bought, bought. Okay, that, that's all. Yeah. yeah. And it all that makes sense. to Monero. But yeah, we allowed that. But actually, a lot of people use Monero Gateway for tickets. It was really nice. That's a lot of people. Maybe next year, we keep it. We don't even allow you to buy it. No, I think other I think than you Monero, keep it, now that you've changed my mind. I think you should keep the option because that, that makes sense. You want to bring people in who yeah. are like curious yeah, about it. Yeah, because if not, then they're like, yeah. how do I get it? Because even still, there were some yeah, people that, that wanted to buy like the glasses. And yes. at first, I was like, you know, Monero. Yeah, and they were like, all right, but they figured it out though. They're like, right. all right, I'll be back. Right. And then exactly. they went and they yeah. figured yeah. it out and yeah. came yeah. back and they're like, I yeah. got Monero. Like it was actually yeah, it was like a test. There. Yeah, I always always think that's a good a good thing to think about too. Ideas for adoption, creating things, services that you could only obtain right. Right. And they're, they're, they're like, you know, like we went to this fancy place last night, right? What if they only accepted an arrow? Right. So that makes it part of the exclusive. Oh, you want, want this experience? And this place enough? was exclusive. Yeah. You got to go figure out how to get Monero. And you know, maybe not, this is an example. There could maybe be product services yeah. that will covet enough. Like, all right, let me figure out how to. I mean, obviously, we see that on the dark market, right? That's what's happening there. Mm -hmm. uh, there's something that somebody wants, and the only way they can get it is with Monero. They're right. going to go get Monero to do it. But maybe there's, you know, uh, more less controversial product services. And it doesn't even need to be that extreme. I mean, one of the advantages of accepting cryptocurrencies, specifically Monero, is that there's no credit card fees, right? So there's no reason why a local cafe or business couldn't say, hey, you know, if you use cryptocurrency, you get 2% off or 3% off. It doesn't hurt the business anyway. Yeah. And that's a great way yeah. to encourage the use. Uh, so I, I think that anything like that is really positive. Tony, did you get so, did you get the, your swag bag? Did you get a sweat? Yes. Did you, yes, did you yes. see the cards that you put in there? Yes, yes, I did. And um, so one thing when I purchased my Monero uh, Topia ticket, I paid zero in fees and I paid 0 0.000002 in Monero fees, I think. <laughs> and I think I memorized it just to get it right. Something like that, something super low. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think what we saw at the conference, uh, what was very interesting is that people, even if they don't have access to Kraken or things like that, I've seen people, um, or someone even asked me if I can give them Monero for, um, for cash. Like people were giving each other cash and then they were just like, get, get cake wallet and i'll give you the monero so yeah. even if they do go to that restaurant that you talked about that might be exclusive or that experience exclusive to monero um just like do like a local monero be be on, be on site and someone is mm -hmm. going to give you monero right exactly yeah exactly. yeah exactly. and one one question to mark um have you thought about mm -hmm. making a video now that we talked about layer one and layer two problems maybe you should mm -hmm. make a video about just like your experience um uh, maybe being rejected by layer two when you're trying to spend your bitcoin on layer one because people don't know about this you know or i don't know yes that'll be interesting yeah that's that's true that is that'll really be very interesting and it, it, yeah, it's true it's one thing not know. wanting to send <coughs> bitcoin on layer one but it's another thing to not want to accept because it's not like you're again yeah and again seth seth didn't get his tacos again Seth didn't get his tacos yeah. All right, guys. Um, I think uh, we're at a 148 right, mark. It's, it's been a long week, my friends. <laughs> yeah. um, 
Um, I think. Uh, Thanks so hey, much. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, for, absolutely. For, yeah. Thank you for inviting me down. Yeah. Uh, here. That oh, was awesome. Great. I really look forward to what yeah. you know, yeah. at least seeing some of the video. I know. Yeah. So um, for anyone watching, I'm putting out a uh, Monero uh, Topia video that I think is, is for me, it was outstanding to learn. And I'm really excited about more people who watch my channel that don't know Monero or have heard about it or use it, getting more of a perspective on, on what it's all about. So well, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's encouraging to, to us to see you get into Monero. So, yeah. Yeah. Came here, open mind, mm -hmm. and your analysis led to actually yeah. more than ever, more than ever. So, yeah. and, and you know, <laughs> to see a guy like you, you know, that direction. Yeah. So awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, all right, um, guys. I would Tony like to close with um, <laughs> just one, one more thing. Uh, I just want to say that, um, especially maybe to the Bitcoin people or other people from different cryptos um, or other, you know, from Zcash community, or we are just really trying to solve the, the um, privacy, the fungibility issue. We're just trying to fix these issues. And um, we are just kind of going to point uh, the issues in Monero and your currency, whether it's Bitcoin or whatnot. Uh, but it's all about just getting people on board. It's not about forget laser eyes and all this stuff. Let's just get people on board. People really need it. Marta talked about innovations in Cuba. People really need it. Uh, so mm -hmm. let's just work together and uh, get people on board. And um, again, thank, you, thank you guys so much for Monerotopia. <laughs> Next year is going to be um, amazing. Again, minimum two days. And we'll be coordinating with you, Tony. Yes. Uh, you could help. You could help us. You know, build build the next Monerotopia from day one. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, again, and and, and uh, to close, um, Seth, you can you you're gonna buy tacos with Monero because we. <laughs> have um, Seth, you're gonna get so, those guys. <laughs> we got Seth right, and Colada with Monero. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get him that. better than tacos. So. Yeah, better than tacos. So, just, yeah, we convinced yeah. the guy on the beach to accept Monero for Colada. That's huge. Yeah. It was really huge. And then last night we could we. Yeah. Convinced our waiter, <laughs> and yeah, that was the point. Yeah. Cards, those, those cards that we gave out to everybody. I don't know if you could look at them. See them oh, I did. Yeah, they're they're excellent. So they're just a simple way to onboard people. You know, and anybody uh, that wants yeah. these cards, you know, maybe we should put them for sale on the Topia. Yeah. yeah. In the meantime, send them to you at cost, whatever. Um, but basically, it's business card size. The front tells the person, hey, you know, I want to essentially tip you or give you a gift for your services, not a tip, because it's uh, not taxable, right? We're, we're noting that uh, this is a mm -hmm. gift, not a tip. A libertarian trick there, right? The QR code saying, you know, download Cake Wallet here right now, so I can send your Monero gift. Uh, and then on the back, a, a space to, for you to write your 25 words for that person to write 25 words. Seed. And so the idea is, you can, you know, go into a cafe when you meet the waiter, you can slip them the car, be like, you know, <laughs> go read this for a minute. They come back, and then by the time you're ready to check out, I'll be able to send them their tip in Monero. And you'd be surprised, right? So how often do I get people like? Yeah. It's pretty. Pretty, pretty good return yeah, rate once you is. really start and and the yeah. real like mind expanding thing for them is once i do send it yeah and as i'm sending it i was like all right i'm like you see what just happened there i'm like no by the way nobody knows that just happened <laughs> nobody knows i just sent you this amount of monero as your as your tip uh, gift. as your gift i'm learning like they're like is it like venmo like no it's not like venmo venmo you know the banks see everybody see i'm like this is like cash and i take out cash It'd be like if i just put this in your pocket between me and yeah mm -hmm. and that's kind of their when their eyes open oh yeah what, what, what,
want to use this. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Tony, for helping us out. Thank you, Mark, joining us thank today. You, and um, thank you, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Monero <laughs> Talk, Monotopia. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Bye. everyone, Ciao. for joining. And uh, in Bye. regards to uh, the virtual conference, I was told they're going to be reaching out with a oh, link yeah, yeah, for yeah. replays for those of you that you know, because we had a little internet issue during the virtual conference. Yeah, that was run um, by the crypto vigilante. Vigilante. We thank them for like you know helping us yeah, with so uh, they're, they're, streaming the conference. They're fixing awesome. up the, video. the videos. They're yeah, responsible so you're going to get a link. Getting it out, and they will. Yeah, they will. But that meaning in regards to uh, the replays, well, that for did the people purchase, that paid. Yeah, that yeah. paid. Yes, the virtual so ticket. You know, stay tuned. They will be emailing you, I believe, sometime today with an update. Video. Yeah, they're just fixing up the video, and they'll give you access. And then eventually, to we're going to get that video, uh, and we'll post for free on on our, our YouTube channel. We've you always been about giving all our content out. So um, that was the deal we made. The next, with yeah, the it's gonna like, be in a couple of you weeks. You can come and do virtual conference, but it, it's not a, not about you know make the the you know material proprietary. We want to mm-hmm. keep it free. So like we always do. But yeah, it's gonna be in a couple of weeks. But they're they're fixing it up. They're we'll that. Yeah, so. they're fixing it up. So yeah, just wanted to make you guys all aware. And uh, yeah, just make sure to subscribe if you haven't. Oh yeah, we never. Tell I know people, we never subscribe. say that. Make sure to like the video, please. Um, and yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we appreciate your love and your support. And uh, with that, we'll see, see you. Guns of Bitcoin. See, uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're headed over there, guys. Yeah, right now. Bye. Yeah, it just keeps going. <laughs> I need that crypto bear outfit. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. Ciao. See you again. Thank you for joining us on this week's Monerotopia episode. We stream live shows every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern. You can find and subscribe to our show on YouTube and Odyssey or listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter or join us in the Monerotopia Telegram group. See you all next week.